Baker, welcome to Courageous Conversations. Thank you, Leanne. Thanks for having me. I've been so looking forward to catching up with you. You've got such a great story. Firstly, though, you are the principal of Bell Central Coast. So you've got two offices up on the Central Coast. I've currently got two offices and a team of 14 that work with me um, across the coast. So we're we have quite a, a large geographical area to cover and, um, you know, just starting to in, expand into new new areas and territories um, that we've never been in before. But, yeah, lovely, exciting area and um, lots of opportunity. Fantastic. And we are, we are uh, recording this still deep in the middle of COVID-19, but we did have some good news just today or yesterday on... Yeah, last um, night. Last night, having the um, local, local travel... Yeah. Interstate travel, so that's really important for a market like yours. It's made my day because we had um, 40, 480 um, holiday bookings cancel overnight when COVID first started and then our calendars cleared for the, for the next six months. So to be able to get back to holidays and, you know, going back to a, a little bit of normality up here is um, really welcomed, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Actually, we might just start there. You have been doing a lot to support your local community during this time. Can you tell us a little bit about your charity, when you started at Why and, and how that's evolved? Yeah, so I suppose working in an isolated fishing village where there's very little transportation and um, people choose to come and live here permanently has its downside in the fact that people can become very remote and lonely and, 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 and also find it difficult in old, uh, old age to um, be able to get to amenities and doctor's appointments and things when they're not well. Um, and so an initiative I started back five years ago was a, um, a charity called Killy Cares that I... I had the brainstorm of one day um, and I saw it as being a vehicle that could help us keep the elderly in their homes for longer and also um, look at how we could um, put a structure of volunteers around the community to support them and, you know, have that support when people were in need, whether it be meals or transport or whatever they needed to do to help them live in this beautiful area for longer. Um, so through COVID, we've had... Um, 320 people within our community that we've been supported um, with a group of volunteers of about 32. Um, so we've broken them down into suburbs. Each suburb's got about six volunteers, some of them cooking, some of them delivering food. Yeah. Um, and we've been able to completely make sure every person has been catered for with regular meals, shopping, deliveries, anything that was needed and, um, you know, we've really, we've got community Facebook page on the Killy Cares group so we've been having our regular bush poet going, um, keeping me people's mental health really great, virtual exercise, creative writing for the kids to keep them entertained while being at home and anything else that we could do just to really support our community during this time and, um, you know, I think it's really important, particularly in the real estate sphere that we're, seen as being a, a pillar of the local community as part from being and a trusted advisor on all different types of things in life rather than just real estate um, so that we're, you know, regarded in and have the right reputation within the community that we work. That's just phenomenal. Congratulations. You, sh you must be so proud of that initiative. Yeah, I am. And it's great watching it grow every year. Last year, we put 258 people through their CPR course. And we've got AEDs at every local cafe and surf club. So, you know, if somebody has a heart attack, there's one of five people within a street that have, you know, know exactly what to do, where to get the AED and how we can 
help each other and you know it runs through our fireys and our surf club and everything else but it, it's really rewarding to be um you know an integral part of that community how do you get the time to put something like that together? Uh, you, you make time. Give a, give a job to a busy woman and the job gets done, don't they say? <laughs> yeah, that is what they say. Um, take me back to how you got started in real estate. How long have you been in the industry? I've been in the industry 10 years now, which, um, you know, seems yeah. like a blink of an eye, but, yeah, it was um, fantastic. I suppose a little bit different to most people. I started in real estate age 40 in unexpected circumstance so I was an interior designer my husband had a, a, a very renowned building business that had been um, uh, doing a lot of work for top-end architects throughout Sydney he did a private job for a, a gentleman that we didn't know was a professional crook and the outcome of that was he came home from work one day and said to me basically we're going to do every we'll lose everything because this guy was owing us uh, well over a million dollars and had no intention of paying us um, and was you know quickly closing his business so that he didn't have to pay his debts so overnight I had a, a decision to make as to you know do you lay down and cry or do you you know do something about it and I thought um, you know nobody is going to take my home and so I quickly got into plan B and um, had to make some hard changes so I've, I've got four boys that were all in wow. private school that they loved and I had to quickly overnight decide to pull them out of that put them back to public education and um, find a job and so real estate became my first job at age 40 with juggling four boys at school and a, a husband whose business, you know, I was having to negotiate on payment plans and different things to pay back that, you know, contractors that were, were owed, etc. And um, I suppose I, I, I came in with a different mindset because I thought, well, I'm already 40 by 50 I don't want to just be a real estate agent. I wanted to have had the most relevant and respected real estate agency on the central coast. Yeah. And so I put a 10-year vision board together to decide mm. what that journey looked like and, um, and how I was going to achieve it. I hired um, five mentors and coaches. Um, so Wayne Stewart, as you, as you well know, was um, part of my REI program and, and mentorship. Um, Gillian McGrath, who's been with me for 10 years and is one of my dearest friends, who, who was my coach for the first five years and um, mentor for the second five. Uh, Dr. Fred, Phil Harris, Tom Ferry, the list goes on. I help help. Pretty myself. impressive list there. Yeah. Some of the some of the best people in the industry you've got around well, you. I, I, I sort of did my research before I came into real estate and said, how can I fast track my career? Because you know, in ten years' time, I don't want to just be an agent writing a hundred thousand a year. I want to be uh, one of the most professional business owners in the region. And so, how can I do this? So I, I rallied around the support of those five or six people and I held myself fully accountable to a plan of fast tracking to become a million dollar agent within um, three years of, of being in real estate and then building a business there onwards. And, um, you know, that's, I've, I've just stayed true to that plan and never faltered from it. Um, and, and, and along with the, the business side of things were all the things in life that I wanted to achieve, like paying off my house. I was, you know, didn't have the financial burdens anymore, yeah. putting my boys back through private education and, you know, many other things as well as Richard Branson and, you know, all those things in that 10 years I've, I've achieved plus more besides um, from being focused and having a detailed plan as to how to go about 
you know, achieving all of those things. That's an incredible story. That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. You mentioned Richard Branson. Um, so tell us that story. Yeah, so Richard um, has always been one of my heroes from, you know, back when when we were, he was back on vinyl records when, you know, in my younger years to have been always somebody that I thought was just an inspiring business person but also somebody that gave back um, in, a, in a large way to communities and, and, and causes that, that he saw were in need. And um, I followed all of his business, um, businesses and, you know, they fall down seven times, get up eight, and the mentality he has about screw it, let, let's do it. And, you know, the fact of just having a go and doing your best and, and really, you know, putting in 100% to, you, to your business, but also his creative thinking is very aligned with where, my head space goes. Um, so, you know, I, I had a long time, time dream from that first year in real estate that I always wanted to meet him. And I, I never thought that that would ever become a reality. I thought it would be mainly, you know, a book or a show or something that I watched of his. And then 10 years later, by chance, I went to Noosa and um, I, I'm a you know, big believer in the law of attraction. And I, I, I went to Noosa, I picked up a book at the airport. I read it from front to back cover book called Remarkability by a friend of mine, Lorraine Murphy, who I never knew at the time. Read it from front back to back cover, um, sent a throwaway comment on Facebook as I got off the plane to say how much I'd love the book. And I went back through it a second time with my highlighter to, you know, she's got these great chapters at the end that say get your shit done and it gives you like a clear list of everything that you need to implement. Um, so I sent her this throwaway comment and she said, oh, you've made my day. It's the first day the book's been released. I'm sitting here on Necker Island with Richard Branson and I couldn't be any happier. And so I sent a throwaway comment back that said, well, not quite Necker Island, but if you ever need a holiday, um, feel free to reach out. I've got plenty of holiday homes in Kilcare. And two weeks later, she rang me and said, my book's gone to number one's bestseller in the country. I need to bring my team away for a for a, a retreat could you accommodate us so she came and spent two weeks here and then she nominated me to replace her on the leadership trip to Necker Island so through that I met Emma Isaacs the head of um, mm, business chicks yeah became friends with Emma I've, I went to Necker last year with a bunch of 23 entrepreneurial women from around the world which was the most incredible thing ever and I'm actually going back um, supposedly going back in December might not happen but no. um, we made a pledge between the 23 women that went that um, the British Virgin Islands after several hurricanes had really had a bad effect um, uh, especially of domestic violence as 25 percent problems with domestic really? violence in the islands and Richard as part of his Virgin Unite at Astors to rally round and create some support for a shelter for women and children on the island um, so between the 23 women we pledged um, to raise $350,000 to make this shelter a reality and as you know what the power of women does when they're put together that that's very close to becoming um, uh, realized and we're hoping to go back in December to see the project through and um, work with the women 
from the BVI to get that plan in place. So wow, yeah. what? The, yeah, that's fantastic. What an experience though to go to Necker Island and meet Richard Branson and be around those twenty three incredible yeah. women. Richard was there for the whole two two weeks we were there, which was just incredible. Sitting next to him at breakfast and lunch and playing tennis with him and. And then we were sat at the Elders Chapel where he'd sat with um, Nelson Mandela and De- Desmond Tutu and got a wow. sense of all the, the, the dealings that had gone on in, in, in that area, you know. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Wow, that is just amazing. I could talk to you all day about all of this stuff. I know that you spoke at one of the Women in Real Estate conferences um, that I was emceeing and people that are watching you speak now wouldn't realise it, but speaking absolutely terrified you yeah yeah always um and i uh, i remember Gillian mcgrath was with you and she was like come on come on girl you can do this why you know there's a lot of people watching this that would be saying well speaking terrifies me but i would never put myself through it so why when you've you're so accomplished you've achieved so much in other areas of your life why do you feel the need to actually scare yourself like that and push yourself into doing that yeah, well, I suppose we're, we're, we can all be victims of our own self-talk and self lack of self-belief. And, um, you know, I'm a person that's always put myself last. I've always been somebody that gives a lot to others but never, you know, is comfortable within my own skin, I suppose, and um, comes probably from my childhood where I was a really shy child that just was very awkward. And it's something that I've obviously battled with for, for, for many, many years and, you know, as much as you can try and talk yourself around those things, actually when you put on the spot and, 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 and in that situation, you can sometimes just get really, you know, struck for words and, and feel really uncomfortable. But, um, you know, having Gillian for a coach for the last 10 years, it's always been something that we've tried to work on and she's had me speak to various different smaller real estate groups at training sessions that she's run and different things over the years to try and win me around to, to, to doing that. And um, and I suppose the, the, the one thing that did resonate with me and the reason that I probably did it was, was mainly because of the thought of helping people. Um, and I know especially at the moment there's a lot of people that are, you know, struggling out there with real estate careers that have either started and been thrown into the wolves or have been, you know, introduced to real estate in the wrong way. And through our chapter committee, we, you know, at the REI, we hear a lot about people that don't have best practice in place and, and, and don't have that wonderful introduction to the industry and, and, and that's something that I've always been passionate about trying to change and supporting people that really did need help within the industry so you know I saw it as my way of helping when Tom Panos and John rang me about speaking at Arik I was nearly freaked out. <laughs> you must have been relieved when it was cancelled right and you only had to do it online you were probably the happiest person in Australia. <laughs> I did, and then he rang me on the Friday and said, by Monday, you need to be speaking. I'm like, oh, you know, listen, <laughs> the whole speech had gone out the window because I didn't think Eric was happening, and then within 48 hours, I suddenly was on this webinar. So, um, yeah. you know, anyway, you know, you, I, I think Richard um, Branson's always, you know, sort of um, taught me that, you know, you, you say yes first and worry about how to or why afterwards and um, you know it's part of your personal development to just keep pushing forward and 
as, as a business leader, it's sort of an essential now that I can do Zoom meetings with my team and, um, you know, I can leave my business from the front and, and those things become essential parts of your business that you need to be able to overcome. So, yeah, just facing... So, so you're glad. Yeah. You're glad you uh, scared yourself and made you, forced yourself into it. I am because um, from those talks over the last two weeks, I've got I've had 28, 28 people that have reached out and asked me to help them with various different things. Some people from New Zealand where the market's been really, yeah. you know, pretty much closed and, and different parts of Australia. And, and, you know, I just find that overwhelming to think that there's, you know, it's, it's beautiful for me because I love helping people, but it's also overwhelming to see that there is so many people struggling out there and without need to be because there is people that will support them. And, and I was lucky enough to have that support when I started my career that I think that, you know, it's lovely to be able to give back to the industry in the same way. Yeah, I was about to say that. You obviously have benefited a lot from some um, fantastic mentors in your career and I thought it was great that your your first mentor in real estate was Wayne Stewart through the REI mentoring program, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what a success story. Wayne must be so proud of you. Oh, he's, he's a wonderful man. We, yes. we enjoy a, a great friendship now. Yeah. Yeah, he's an absolute sweetheart. But it's really nice to see um, what is it about the mentors? Like how did, how did you engage with the mentors in your early career? Um, I basically begged them all to help me because I wasn't really in a position to pay them to assist me at that time. But I basically said to them if they were able to give me the help that I needed, that I'd make sure that they were, you know, paid whatever their fee was as soon as I was able to. And I, I suppose the passion in, in my voice was probably enough to make them say yes and, and, and know that I was, you know, somebody of my word that would come back and, you know. Um, yeah do what I needed to do to pay them afterwards. But, you know, they're all still great friends and people that um, I still hold as my trusted advisors today, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And now you are being that person for a whole lot of other people by the sound of it. Yeah, well, like I said, it's nice to be able to give back and, you know, um, a part of your growth is is just that, seeing other people rise beneath you, which is great for both my team internally and also you know, anybody else in the industry that I'm able to help. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to talk to you more at some stage about that 10-year vision board and how you got clarity and how you actually made those dreams come to life. So we will talk more about that at another time. But for right now, I'm going to let you go and deal with those holiday bookings. <laughs> yes, holidays are back on the agenda. And so thank you so much for, for taking the time. It's been a joy to talk to you. Thank you for having me, Leanne. Absolutely. Have a great day. I will. You too.